Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. And I have with me the lovely Santmeyer couple, <laughs> and it is Karen and Scott. How are you guys? Good. Doing well. Good. Good. So we've been engaged in this conversation over the last couple of episodes of staff changes. And people might be thinking, well, why are the Santmeyers here? What is going on with them? <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, we had the McNutts on two weeks ago, and then the Pearsons talking about Shenandoah County and talking about youth ministry. And I just want to hear from you guys. Of, first of all, just tell us your roles here. And, and, and Karen, we're going to be spotlighting you a little bit more today. We've had each of you guys on separately mm-hmm. on this podcast, but not together. True. So this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is cool. I like it. So we can <laughs> bat around some family stories. And I want to hear <laughs> the details of the Santmeyer <laughs> plan. Wow. <laughs> so Scott, give us your role here at FBC. So I'm the pastor of local outreach. Been on staff for couple of decades, literally. Um, And uh, I've been in this role of local outreach for the last eight years. Neat. Uh, So that that involves kind of the the outward push of FBC, of how how we're out in the community. Mm -hmm. Yep. And and for our body, we're engaged in this Roman series, and there's a lot of current topics of just reaching out and loving one another and caring for one another and this yeah, series has been in really cool for and your I've role. I said if we have if if we would think seriously and be serious about loving others as Christ loved us, then I'd be out of a job. Uh, I wouldn't have to remind people right. uh, of of loving their neighbors and their coworkers and their friends that they live, work, and play with. You know, then then my job would be over, and that's okay. I mean, job security <laughs> is good, and for I'd some love people, to work for myself you, not out so of much. That job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be fantastic. We'll get there eventually. He's not the transition we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, Karen. So, what's your what's your role at FBC? I am children's worship coordinator. Okay. Yeah, which encompasses kids on worship and what we do. And as far as in the spring, we just had a musical, but it also encompasses worship on Sunday mornings and mm-hmm. just helping kids. But see what it looks like to worship. Yeah. And we are going to, like I said, spotlight you a little bit. And I want to get a chance to, just before we get into the changes that are happening for you guys, but where, where's your passion? You know, what, what drives you to serve with children? I love seeing children worship the Lord. There's this unabandonment. There's this, um, uh, they just kind of let loose and are free to, and they follow us a bit too. There's a teachability there, the moldability that we can be a part of shaping those beginning moments of worship and and pointing them to that that Jesus loves them. You know, of course, most importantly, but then that He loves our worship and He loves our adoration and hmm. that it looks like a, a you know blown blown kiss yeah. to Him when we worship Him. And kids are so innocent. You yeah, know, we're we're yeah. they're they're sponges. <laughs> yeah, and I've kind of transitioned my role a bit in the past years to yes, I'm st- I've still led in worship on at our rehearsals, but um, to having teens doing that, and mm. I've just really enjoyed kind of mm. um, working with teens and helping them to to find their gifts in worship and leading. I like that concept because I I know that there's this kid zone worship ministry essentially mm-hmm. that you call it kid zone, and it's teens leading kids and mm-hmm. kids leading other kids. 
where did that come from? Because that's very biblical, I think, of kind yeah. of just discipleship happening within the body, but it's happening within children's ministry, within youth ministry. Right. Walk us through what goes on on a Sunday morning down there. So I was trying to think when we started Kids Home Worship, our second son, Nick, would have been in high school. And I, I actually had taken a, a break, a sabbatical, and just trying to figure out where we were going with worship. At the time, we had a kids' choir ministry, and we had worship on Sunday mornings where adults were leading. And just was praying about where God had for us, what he had for us in the ministry and for me, and um, and came in touch with a church that we have friends with in Lancaster, Lancaster Bible hmm. Church, um, Lancaster County Bible Church. LCBC. Yeah, it's now called LCBC, Lives Changed by Christ. But we took our—when um, I came back from the break, we took our teens and adults up there, and we watched how they led worship um, for kids. Hmm. and. And it was adults mentoring teens and teens mentoring children. And then children who wore their shirt that day got to be a part of leading as well. And I just love the concept my whole team mm. did. And we jumped in, That's bright neat. orange shirts and all. And we've been orange kids <laughs> own worship ever since. And and if you've been around FBC for any numerous years, you, you kind of look forward to those orange shirt mm -hmm. mornings when the stage is full of kids and worshiping kids and teens and adults. And it, it just brings a different energy, I yeah. think, to yeah. the building. And mm -hmm. it's exciting. Yeah. So Scott, talk to me, we'll change a little pace here. Talking about your own family. I mean, you have children and they're grown now. Did you see this passion from Karen overflow into your family? Sure. And it's been something that has kind of filtered through our family life probably since the very beginnings. Um, there's always been opportunities for us to to be a part of worship, whether that be adult worship at other churches or kids worship here. Uh, and then our own kids where, you know, Zach, our oldest, he uh, he went on to you know, to, to not just love worship, but to study worship and mm. to, to get a degree in worship ministries. And he still leads worship uh, at the church that he's at now in Michigan. So there's, mm. you know, that that continues on. And then there are elements of it in all of our other kids as well, because they were a part of Kids Zone for some of them uh, who actually helped lead worship. And so it's always been uh something that's there and Karen yeah. has always been the 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 driver behind that and the the passion in that and she's done a great job of of welding not just family worship uh but corporate worship together so. yeah it reminds me of just the 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 four p's that the elders have kind mm -hmm. of launched last year with the 40th anniversary of that there's this passing the torch that mm -hmm. what you guys are mm -hmm. doing is working with children in children's ministry by the way we had like a rally for to, to have kind of people get involved and mm -hmm. serve and participate. And and that rally, I think, was centered around how do we pass the torch to the next mm -hmm. generation? How do we impact the next generation? And it starts in the home, which mm -hmm. it sounds like you guys have done, but then mm -hmm. being able to work with kids in a church environment to show them worship and to teach them the skills of what that looks like. I find that just it's exciting. My mm -hmm. kids went through it too. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I'm yeah. able yeah. to to see the growth and the process mm -hmm. out of that. Um Walk me through kind of your their last couple of years, and you've been doing this for how long, Karen? Twenty six. Uh, started as a volunteer when Nick was just a baby. Um, when we first came, a year after we came, um, got plugged in, and um, and then on staff for twenty one years. Wow. 
So yeah. it, it, it involves a longevity. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> working a, with kids. Yeah. And, and what has God been teaching you over these last couple of years? Because it sounds like there's some changes brewing yeah. in the ministry with you guys as, as being a part of that. Yeah. All along, I've always been someone who likes to have a team with me. And so I've always been someone who had someone who specialized in, like when we're doing musicals, drama or dance or, you know, those kind of things. And <clears throat> even I was telling Scott a story yesterday in the old building when what is now the admin bullpen was where we met for our choir rehearsals. And I had papers flying. I was not very organized as a young <laughs> woman and um, still not sometimes probably, but um, papers flying. And this dear lady, Chris Brown, comes alongside me and just starts gathering them up and puts a hole punch in them and puts them in a notebook and said, here, you know, and, and just, and she always was doing things like that for me. And just having people surrounding me where what, are not my gifts mm. and and helping that we can all kind of work together and pull together. So in the past couple of years, what I've been seeing is that um, I have a really strong team surrounding me and um, I would be out a week for whatever reason and they were fine. <laughs> Life would go on. They'd say, yeah. rehearsal went well. We missed you, but rehearsal went well. And I was yeah. like, you didn't miss me. You know, it was fine. But um <laughs> And something else that in my in serving, um, yes, it was a job, but in the serving aspect with these people, they became my friends. Yeah. And so, um, as I look back, um, every you know group, those are my core friend um, groups, which has been very meaningful. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a lot, and I love how like you basically are building up a team of people to do the work of the ministry and get into a place where not that you're out of a job, but that the job continues and yeah. the torch is being passed and the leadership and the development of that. It's a, it's a picture of, I, again, what I think a, a strong church looks like. Yeah. That's not just dependent on one person yeah. to be there and do the job. Yeah. So Scott, what have you been gleaning over these last couple of years to build up to a potential change for Karen and her role? Like how, how have you seen um, not just the ministry, but life at home uh, develop to where there's going to be a next phase and a next chapter for you guys as a family? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, COVID was a piece of that, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, because not only was Karen doing the children's music here, she was teaching music at the Shando Arts Academy, and that just came to an abrupt halt all at one all at one time. So that that freed up some of her time to think through, okay, what's what are my next steps? You know, what are mm -hmm. what are, I think the I think our phrase was, what are you going to be when you grow up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. was. exactly. <laughs> so so that 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 just began the thinking process. Of what was next, and and knowing that kids' own worship uh, was not just well staffed, but but well led mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. That it, that there wasn't a there wasn't a concern that that it would just come to a complete and utter halt. Mm -hmm. uh, that so that that was even almost taken off the table as you know it wasn't even yeah. a concern because there were so many good leaders and so many uh, good. Uh, teens and younger kids coming along that were really, you know, if, if that discipleship process was was happening and it was becoming an automatic piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with all this buildup, so Karen, share with us kind of what the next step is for your life. 
So for, I guess I'll back just a second. So in the fall, then I made the decision. Um, well, I made the decision I was going to start another uh, job. Um, and, and we researched and actually our daughter found what seemed to be the perfect job for me. Um, and that's an activities assistant at a local um, assisted living. And I have just, I started that the end of October. Mm-hmm. And I have just really enjoyed the piece of being in the world um, and being able to um, impact people um, who I would never have met before. Mm-hmm. A whole new generation of people, but um, in many ways, some of the similar things that I do with children, I do with the older adults. And um, I really have loved that. And so I was doing both things um, together. It made up almost full time. And I've never worked full time except at the very beginning of our marriage. And um, doing that alongside ministry with Scott and alongside wanting to be this grandma extraordinaire uh, and and just everything, it's just hard to do it all. And um, it just started, I kind of started getting this holy unrest probably the beginning of the year. And and we just started talking about it. And our daughter at one point said, you've made the decision. You just Mm -hmm. need to tell them. You know, and and it wasn't like I was at all unsatisfied. I never there was nothing ever that didn't not that that I'm that I'm not unhappy. That it just it there's just this piece that yeah. I am ready to say goodbye to this chapter of my life and leading kids in worship. And um, it's not without emotion, obviously, but um, it's um, definitely a very strong piece from the Lord. And um, and that's a great sign. To know it that, is. okay, there's not it tension, is. you're not wrestling yeah. with a decision. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I'm not going full-time at Spring Arbor. I am staying part-time um, and just having more time to do things that I enjoy doing, like discipling a mentee who I've been still working with mm-hmm. and um, and just being available for my family, for Scott in his ministry and just in life, and then for our kids and grandchildren and and just for whatever yeah. else God has for me. That's but, great. Yeah. Well, we're excited for you. Yeah. And let's Thank you. dive into more of what that looks like. And I'm fascinated because- my wife, Eric, and I have always joked that children are more prone to gravitate to their grandparents mm. and the similarities of <laughs> yeah. what they enjoy of older people and kids are yeah. very similar. Yeah. So yeah. how can you pass on yeah. your, your tools of what you've done over the last couple of decades here yeah. at FBC to the older generation? Yeah. How can I? Yeah. What do you, like, what are the plans? Like, because you're right, it's going. You're going to the world. It's not yeah. Bible time, it's yeah. not Bible lessons. So that passion and that energy yeah. for kids is now yeah. transferring to. Well, actually, older funny story. I am doing a Bible study. I was asked oh, cool. by one of the residents. Um, it's been now a month, yeah. and um, I had been doing you know hymn sings with them, mm. um, and so they knew where I stood spiritually, kind of, I guess. Um, And, you know, I do painting and activities, and that's always fun because I don't paint. But, um, you know, just fun crafts and things and bowling. But um, one of the residents said to me, would you consider doing a Bible study? Hmm. I've never studied the Bible. And I was like, yeah, I would would do that. Um, But I needed to talk to my director, and I did, and she was fine with it. And so then I, I went home and I said, I'm fully out of comfort zone because full disclosure, I love children. I've always worked with children. We've always led a small group and I've always led the women's prayer time, but I'm not a Bible study leader. I've never seen myself as that. Although Hanson Minova, when we were in India said, Karen, you have to be ready in and out of season. And I told him that recently on a call, but um, 
you know, that is the voice that came through my head again. Mm. And Scott said it too, but that I, um, God has put me there for such a time as this. And so I certainly couldn't say no. So we decided the book of John would be what I would do. And mm. um, it certainly doesn't come without coming home with questions <laughs> from yeah. what I hear. But what I found the first week was eight people came the first week without, usually for activities, we have to go gather people and there was no gathering needed. Like they wow. were pushing their walkers and they were in their wheelchairs. They were walking. However, they were get, they were coming on their own. And there was an excitement. No one in the room had ever studied God's word. Wow. Ever. And I was like, okay, because I was really nervous going in thinking of older people. And then I was like, okay, well, this is going to be kind of like what I've done here, just on a different level. Mm-hmm. And um, God has just... Open doors. It has been really a stretching experience for me, but it has um, been good. That's cool. And, That's, and yeah, more confirmation. Of yeah, that just this is more. The place com- yeah, for you to and be. and then we end with prayer, and they um, they're really you know transparent. And then yesterday, I had some new residents that came, and so it's Thursday mornings, and Dave Compton's actually going to come and do it once a month with me, Neat. or he's going to lead that once a month, which will be. Fabulous. Which uh, quick connection there, Dave Compton is now yes. a pastor of congregational care mm-hmm. and involved with seniors of fellowship, yes. but that was where he formerly yes. worked. Yes, he was so a, a he was the there. director there, the yeah. executive director. And so, um, yeah, so it's just neat to see how God is bringing. And all along, it was funny, I was telling Scott this morning, I said, my goal had always been to bring the two together, that I would bring kids and worship kids there. and hmm. But there's nothing to say I can't, you yeah. know, do that yeah. at some point. So. It just won't be me bringing them. It'll be one of my wonderful leaders. <laughs> no, great. I love it. Well, let's walk back down memory lane real quick. Yeah. Talk to me or just share a fun story or two that is just one of your favorite memories of being here at FBC. It could be funny. It could be serious. What mm. What do you remember back from the days of doing drama presentations or orange shirts or working with kids or working with parents and families? What stands out to you the most? Hmm. There's so many stories. I, I, you know, in the old building, we would have to be up front. And I just remember, you know, sound things you you didn't have in the new here in this building. Sometimes for shows, we would have someone backstage with a headset who could talk to the sound people. And I just remember times of turning around and, you know, doing those kind of things with sound. And um, but um, I don't know. There's just so many. Different stories. I remember one, this this lady is now a music teacher in the public schools, but um, she was a middle schooler, and this was years ago, um, and we were in the old building Mm -hmm. singing, and um, actually, it might have been one of the first years here in this building, and she and I were doing a duet Mm -hmm. um, during the offering, and she was nervous, and I had put a music stand up in front of us, and she said, we can have a music stand. And I said, oh, yes, you will note that I, too, get nervous and I will always have music in front of me. <laughs> I could know the song by memory, but if I don't have it there, I will absolutely go blank. And I'm pretty much like that to this day. I need, you know, something in front of me. So I think that reassured her and it helped her to see that even as an adult, I was human, you know, but it was yeah, normal. Yeah. Um, of course, there's all the stories of kids on, we're in a choir moment, you know, this really powerful song and someone has to go to the bathroom or, you know, and they're coming up to you in the middle and you're trying to focus and directing and they're running <laughs> off the stage or, you know, there's all those mm-hmm. fun, different stories. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just trying to think. I'll Scott, I'll even, of, I'll even turn to you too, because maybe from just a quick thoughts. outside perspective, have as you seen the children's ministry grow here? 
in the church and as you've seen Karen work, what have you seen the impact with families and those kids over these generations, essentially? Yeah. Um, and it's been good for me to be able to let go of, uh, of the scenery production. Yeah. The first musical he built it all. So, so it went from me doing all of <laughs> yeah. scenery to now I don't even have to think about scenery, which is just fantastic for me. Uh, which is just, it just shows again, how, you know, people rise to the occasion, yeah. uh, take on a role and, 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 and run with it. You don't have to, uh, prod them along so yeah. that, you know, from my perspective, I now get to, and have for the past number of years, get to be a, an audience participant, yep. uh, which is, which has been a lot of fun, yeah. uh, to be able to do that, to, to be surprised, uh, at the production because it's my first time yeah. seeing it instead of, you know, 20 years ago where I knew exactly what was going to happen because I'd seen it so many times. Yep. So, yep. um, just that progression from, yeah. from, that was, was and really I'll, good. I'll speak into it too. I, I love just seeing the kids grow up in the church I do too. from a perspective of being two years old or in nursery yeah. to then putting on an orange shirt to then participating in with being a teenager, mm -hmm. leading them to then even growing and progressing to being on stage with the, the big people mm -hmm. band <laughs> or singers. Yeah. And, and that to me over the years, and I've known Zach also, mm -hmm. and seeing Zach go through that process, your older son. Mm -hmm to then have his heart of worship. Yeah. To me, it speaks to what God does through you guys yeah. as parents, but then that overflow, that into ministry of other families and yeah. other kids too. And then that permeates the rest of the church. Mm -hmm. And it leads to just a, a life of excitement of knowing that, okay, that the kids love God and they are worshiping God mm -hmm. with the parents. So yeah. there, there's that enjoyment that I've seen over the years of just seeing the kids get older. Yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah. me feel yeah. old too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always loved that kind of multi-generational, like when Zach was in middle school, we started generations here on Wednesdays. And so, you know, it's kind of a, not really a selfish thing on my part, but I wanted Zach to be able to use those gifts mm. here at church. And there wasn't an avenue at that point. So we started that generations band that was multi-generational. Mm -hmm. And um, just seeing, I, I think my encouragement to other people in all of this, as I look back and I think, wow, 26 years ago, I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, there are a lot of 25, 30-year-olds out there that I would encourage you that just because you have little kids doesn't mean you can't mm. serve. Or even if you see something that, you know, uh, something that maybe FBC doesn't have or we're not doing right now that, you know, to speak up and be mm -hmm. a part because... Um, for us, if we would have waited until we were now, we would have missed a lot of ministry time. Yeah. And um, so it's just been a it's just been really fun to see it and to see our kids using their gifts. You know, um, Zach's the only one that has become a worship leader up front, but Nick was always our behind the scenes server and still is. Mm -hmm. And uh, Catherine is now on the greeting team down in Shenandoah County, but she um, loves to sing and she was one of the leaders and Joel was never, ever up front. I think it was in one musical and another time Scott looked up and said, where's Joel? It was a VBS kids sing. And I said, he's behind the stage. Couldn't twist <laughs> you know? his arm to do it. And there are some kids yeah. that are like that. And I think that's been fun with <laughs> The, the way Kids on Worship has been set up in that there are people who are computer kids and there are people who are up front. And it's like that in the body of Christ, too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you are being modest to say that when you're not there, that 
you're not missed. So mm. there is this level of, okay, what's next? Mm. Of, okay, if you're going to be stepping away, first of all, when does that start? And then second of all, what big shoes to fill for people? How mm. is the ministry going to really continue? I know you've got the leadership team, but mm -hmm. how does that, what does that look like over these next several months and even years to come? We're still kind of working that out. Okay. Um, but June 30th is my last day. So, um, but I will be meeting with my team um, actually in August because some of them are out for the summer. Cole McWade, who is someone who's come all the way up through the ministry as a kid leading beside his mom worship in preschool mm -hmm. and then um, helping to teach and, and has been leading worship, but actually directed one of the songs in the musical. Um, but he does a summer camp um, that he directs. So um, when he gets back, our team will be meeting and kind of divvying up things. Um, but Charlie, uh, Spencer, and I are actually in the midst of talking through, you Good. know, what's the actual next steps. But um, I kind of, my thought just right now at this very moment is that it would be divided into, you know, different portions um, and each of the leaders who have different gifts, like in coming up with scheduling and actually directing mm -hmm. those kind of things mm -hmm. the behind the scenes and the upfront things yeah. will be divided up but but we'll see how it actually yeah. pans out well seeing firsthand i mean i've been a part of a lot of different kids ministry events but the most recent one that we had yeah. outside mm -hmm. and the faces of the kids lighting up to mm. be able to do the show mm -hmm. and the excitement they had of their outfits and their makeup and yeah. the songs that they were doing and the the tension of oh my goodness, I'm going to be on stage performing in front of these number of people. <laughs> and, yeah. and that just overflows again into mm -hmm. the parents helping and serving yes. and in the, in all of your team participating and leading them through that process. It, it's it's a neat thing to see. If you haven't yeah. been a part of it, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. should definitely, I'll encourage Check it out. Yeah. what you just said earlier too of get plugged in yeah. and serve and participate yeah. in that because it's an exciting way to, to see what God is doing in our body. Yeah, it is. It's just, yeah, fun. Well, I'll leave us with um, a, a psalm passage that I think you guys know very well, but I'll read Psalm 78. Listen, O my people, to my instruction. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I'll open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have known and heard, and our fathers have told us. We will not conceal them from their children, but to tell the next generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wondrous works that he has done. And that is... I think the sum of mm -hmm. your heart and your passion. Yes. And now that overflows into the next generation yeah. and the older senior adults who still need to hear the word of God. Yes. So that's exciting to know that like the book of John is being opened to people yeah. who have never heard it before because of that. So mm -hmm. guys, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you, you for thank you. your time, Karen, over 26 years. <laughs> wow. And it's, it's going to be difficult to see you go, but I know you're still here yeah. in the body I'll be around. and still serving in many different ways. <laughs> yeah. And so your your role here is going to be missed, but much thanks. So speaking on Thank behalf of the congregation and all the listeners and people watching, we know that you are um, going to be exciting to go into new chapters of your life, but kind of the gap that's left behind. Yeah. I know you're modest and so <laughs> there you will be missed. Yeah, so well, we appreciate it. Thank so you. guys, if you have any thoughts or comments um, of, being a part of the podcast in any way, we, we want to remind you that you can go to the fbcva.life slash podcast and see all the resources, all the different show notes you can contribute, give us feedback. Next week, we're going to hear from the Den Hartog family, and I uh, want you guys to just uh, know that that's going to be an interesting conversation that you won't want to miss. So 
as we have continued changes here at FBC amongst the staff, you'll want to listen to what they have to say. So thank you guys so much for watching and getting listening. St. Myers, again, thanks for being here. And until we chat again, let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day.